welcome to another episode of Things on the Road, the one and only podcast for full-time RVing teenagers. I'm your host, Kayla, and for the first time, I have not one, but four other people with me. We're going to be discussing money-making on the road and some business ideas and strategies that you could use for some extra cash, because obviously, you can't have regular teenage jobs. Here with me today is Braxton. Hello. He runs a crochet business and sells hats, headbands, and flowers, etc. Layla. Hello. Her family sells products from her farm, like milk and also microgreens. Jeff, who does odd jobs and also made my um, made our corsages for the prom the other day, and Shelby, who has her bougie beads business, which sells necklaces and bracelets, and she also does work camping. Hi. <laughs> my first question is for Braxton. What inspired you to start your business? Uh, I've always uh, enjoyed business and you know trying to make money and you know you just, uh, when we moved on the road you don't usually have a lot of chores, or at least my chores were decreased significantly, and I didn't get paid for setting up the RV, so <laughs> so um, I started crocheting. Uh, this guy from a rally taught me, and I started doing uh, odd and things here and there, and my mom's like, hey, you could sell this stuff, so I'm like, okay, why not? <laughs> yeah, something for you to do. Yeah, exactly, and it uh, keeps your mind busy in the car for long car trips and stuff like that. Layla, what inspired your family to start your farm? We started out just recently in October last year, and we just have like an overabundance of like everything. Mm. So we just decided it was my mom's idea actually to just take some milk with us to see if anyone wanted to buy some, and now we have business. Oh. Yeah, I know. We're all milk. My mom like loves natural stuff, so it was really cool for her to get something back. Yeah, and support each other. Jack, what inspired you to start your business? Just you know, need money. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've always been kind of willing to do tasks and stuff for money of other people. Yeah, exactly. Shelby, um, I am a very creative person. I will jump from like embroidery painting to now bead making and I discovered hey people actually really like it when I got compliments on my necklaces all the time I'm like would you buy this and they're like yeah and I'm like bet I'll I'll make them for you yeah, and then bougie beads was formed there you go okay Jack what are some challenges you've had in the money making process well it's hard to kind of it's not straight right especially the way I do it, it's not steady at all. So you can have a month or two where you make several hundred dollars, which has happened before, or you just have seven months of nothing. And so you just have to kind of work through it, I guess. Yeah, that's true. What about you, Layla? What are some struggles you guys had? What about you, Shelby? Um, I would say, like, trying to price everything is really hard. Like. Uh, keeping like not too high, not too low. So sometimes I lose sales or I don't, you know, sell much just because either it's too high or maybe it isn't right for this group of people. Like selling at rallies and everything, you have to run, kind of think about, hey, who would want this thing? And you know, that kind of loses some sales sometimes. Makes sense. You? It definitely be the same kind of situation for me, and it is hard keeping track and then inventory. It's hard to keep up with, especially, and then you have to keep up with like how many people are at this, going to be at this rally, and like uh, you gotta take that into factor, and you know, and then you gotta figure out like 
how high can you price your uh, products yeah. as well? Because it's product pricing and numbers around here. Exactly. And also inconsistent because sometimes your parents will need you to clean the truck and you'll be able to do that. And then the truck doesn't need to be cleaned for another month. And so it's like, okay, I don't have anything to do. And we're going to a national park and I want to get a shirt. Yeah. So Layla, what are your future financial or business plans? Well, currently, I think I just want to like help my parents with the farm and maybe grow some stuff of my own to sell. Like my mom said, if you raise if we raise some meat birds, we could have if we have full responsibility of them, we could process them and sell them ourselves. What's a meat bird? Like <laughs> like turkey? Yeah, turkey like, or chicken. I didn't know if it was like an actual bird. <laughs> Just like well there's like egg layers like Yeah. Shelby, what are your future financial or business plans? Well, I'm hoping to maybe uh, go online because at just these rallies, I can sell so many and I'm like, great, this is amazing. But then when people are like, oh, I'm sorry, like uh, this is some reason they give me that they can't, I can't be like, oh, no problem. You can order it next week if you'd like, or you can just look me up. Like I would love to like maybe start an Etsy or my own website, you know, so I think that would be very helpful for moving along. Yeah, that's a good idea. Braxton, what are your future financial business plans? Um, I definitely hope to own a business if that's what happens in the future for sure. But uh, uh, I don't want to do crochet for uh, my whole life for sure. I mean, if it, if I had my own business for the rest of my life, I definitely want to uh, open a, like a music shop or something or like a Make make guitars or banjos or something like that. And you've done that in the past. Yeah, I have done that in the, in the past with the guitars, and I've sold a few of those. I made cigar box guitars for my grandpa whenever we were in Oklahoma and stuff like that. And that's worked out too. So. Yeah, awesome. What about you, Jack? I know you're just doing mm -hmm. odd jobs, but well, yeah, a lot of my jobs are services and stuff for the archery stuff. Um, but I also like products, like the course I can do here. Yeah. And otherwise, I've done. So I think the biggest thing is to try to find something that's not seasonal as much, mm -hmm. especially like the corsage you can do here for only for prom. I can't do that as a special regular round. Yeah. And um, so I'll work on that. And also I've done some stockwork work lately. And that turned pretty good for me, but it, it can be hard to, you have to make some investments or traditional gambling for something. Mm -hmm. And then I don't plan to do this for the rest of my life. I want to become like a national park ranger or something like that. That'd be fun. Um, and just retire. But for <laughs> now, it's like pretty solid stuff. Yeah, my parents do crypto investing, which is kind of similar. Because that's what's a lot more volatile right now. Yeah. I haven't done that yet. I want to get into it. But there's only so much you can do. Especially because I've had some more stress while I was at the music farm. It works well usually. Yeah. Um, but I do want to do it in different stores one day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's enough for us. So, what do you guys' parents do for a living? I just travel. Shelby? Um, my dad works 
with a company that lets him be remote because he works in taxes. So he's always online. And my mom is uh, actually doesn't work uh, because we try to do work camping. And what work, if you don't know what work camping is, is basically as a full-timer or part-timer, whatever you are in your camper, you can get a job with certain places and stay right at that site or wherever they stay. And then you can work for some time. It could be for a summer. It could be for um, like a whole year if you wanted. It depends on, you know, what the requirements are. They're all different. But, um, yeah, that's what we're doing right now. And obviously, Layla, you have your yeah. farm. So, so my dad um, is a software engineer, mm-hmm. and he works for Google. Um, and then my mom, she doesn't technically have a job, but we have a family business farm, so that's turning into a job now. Yeah. Um, so my dad now he he works for a government agency, like GSA. It's like it, it constructs a lot of things, like um, courthouses and. like the buildings to go in and out of the United States. Okay. Um, he works in the courthouse area and he's pretty high level for that. Um, and then my mom used to have, well, they used to kind of both do this um, home tour business or tour tours, mm-hmm. um, but that uh, they stopped there when we started traveling because a lot of time was spent. So technically, she's not employed now. Uh, my dad, he works for uh, the De- for Decca Commissaries, and it was kind of cool how my dad got his job. And we were in Michigan, just just sitting around the fire, and this lady's like, "Hey, you want a job?" And he's like, "Sure, yeah, right, yeah, well, let's go." And it's like, and then the next day he's got a job, and he's like, "Oh, okay, sweet." Yeah. <laughs> and so whenever she needs him, we'll go where to a military base and. We'll work there for a little bit because my dad is retired military, so um, and um, and then whenever we need a job, we'll ask her and she'll give us a job. So it's pretty cool. Pretty give and take. Okay, so Jeff, how does traveling affect your business, and how does your business affect your traveling? Well, most of my business comes from well, depending on how you look at it, it can come from traveling or someone with more free time. But usually there's a lot more need for like services when you're on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in the chemical work where I'm not really into that. Although I do understand the need for it, but we're learning how to appreciate it. Um yeah, so traveling kind of shapes the way I do business a lot because I never like I never really had an experience with, because I've been traveling so long, I haven't been able, I haven't had experiences with like business and work outside of traveling. So, I mean, basically that's all I can. Basically it has everything to do with your business. Right. And then the business doesn't affect my traveling too much because my parents just have to worry about it. Right. Um, and sometimes we can talk with them and figure out things we'd like to do and we'll go there and we'll do Google or we'll go to a situation, but especially with the way my business is situated rather than like your guys's, it would be, it's less effective by 
say like oh you know like even playing cards anywhere yeah. or like walk dogs or babysitting or whatever sometimes not really walk dogs but yeah so what about you Shelby how has traveling affected you I would say um, it definitely has affected it. You know, I always loved doing um, entrepreneurial things when I was a kid. You know, I'd sell those loom bracelets. I'd do slime. You know, anytime I could get a quarter from you and I got to do some crafts, I was it. And so um, I definitely think I always had it. But uh, being at these full-time rallies and everything has brought me closer to people who are willing to like buy this and who have the same kind of mindset and appreciate that that business and um so yeah I feel like traveling has brought it made it stronger and like maybe lasting longer than some of the other businesses I've had yeah and if you think about it like when we go to farmer's market and stuff all of the people there have to travel Mm -hmm. they all have to go to more farmer's markets in different parts of the state or even different parts of the country so we kind of have an advantage in that respect mm-hmm. in that we live the traveling life and so our businesses get to um, be affected by that too. Yeah. There's like the festival worlds there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. What about you, Layla? How has traveling affected y'all's business? Well, it's like you said about the farmer's markets. Like we get to go different places where like we didn't live. Like, we have to travel anyway, but Yeah, we have to travel anyway. And, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, how has your business affected your traveling? Have you ever had to, like, come back to your home base? and Basically. So, my mom is working on a website, and we're going to have people take orders. And I think we might incorporate that into our traveling, so we could travel there if there's an order, like, say, like, in uh, Florida. We could go down there. How has traveling affected your business? Um, I think traveling really goes along with the business because really the only places that I, right now the only places that I've sold is at rallies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I have sold at one other event because my, uh, my cousin is the mayor of uh, a city in Oklahoma and uh, she needed vendors so I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll sell, I'll sell stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I got a booth there, and so, yeah. And so and that ties into the question, how does your business affect your traveling? So she had an event, and then you went. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jack, yes. how have the full-time family rallies brought you more business? Well, I mean, that's probably on at least 70% of my income from products because every time we go to rally, I kind of try and spin a product based on the rally mm-hmm. theme. So for this one, it was like prom. So I did corsages and other flowery stuff for prom. And there was a Mexico rally a few months ago, or yeah, in January, that I went to, and I sold um, some Mexican uh, popular um, like aged fruit cups with like chiriacha and cinnamon cheese and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a popular one. A vendor is there, but that was in Arizona. That's why I went to Mexico. Yeah. But I just say the rallies. Not only do they bring me a lot of business, at least for the products. It's nice because we can kind of spin a product for the rally. 
threat rather than, you know, just someone in the back. Well, yeah, but at the same time, if you find something like crochet hats and stuff or farm supplies or medical equipment and stuff that people will want again and again, that's nice too. You have a lot more longevity with that. Yeah. Your business is just more flexible. Yeah, definitely. Which is a good thing. Just like the lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Layla, I'll have the full time here when Raleigh brought you more business. Well, since there's already so many events already happening, it's kind of like we can talk about it and then they're like, oh, you have, you, your mom has milk. Come and get some milk. You know? Yeah. And so, like, a lot easier I can do it than stationary at our farm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unless farmers work for you. Travel anyway. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Might as well get it done. Braxton, I'll have the full time family rallies brought you more business. It's the only business. <laughs> it's the only business. <laughs> it's the yeah. only way I get business, pretty much. Right. But really, but. Yeah, because I know that a lot of rallies will have like um, marketplaces, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. kids' marketplaces, or they'll have the swap tables. Yep. And so even if you do like, you can just say, like, swap it over, like, hey, I have crochet stuff. I, I haven't have... thought about that. Yeah, just put a sign in there and be like, I have oh, crochet stuff. That, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so awesome business. All right, so, Shelby. <laughs> and like I said before, definitely. Like the rallies are very important. Like I have tried doing it without the rallies, and I've had a lot, a lot of sales. But like I can compare it. It's, it's so much more. There's so many people who really care about, especially in the kids' rallies. Like they know you're trying, and I thought the kids was gonna be like for the little kids who want to sell their, their little book they made or whatever. And, and actually, you could do it either way. Like they, they care about people who are doing the same thing as you and there's this like camaraderie and they they want to support you even if they really don't know you it's it's, it's a really cool community of course and um, yeah. like everyone said it's a lot more sales when there's a lot more people yeah so I guess number one advice if you want to sell something go to a full-time family rally absolutely people will want to support you and that's a good point Shelby what is some advice you'd give to a traveling team who's looking to make money? I would say don't sell yourself short. Like I always was like, oh, people don't don't want this, or I don't think people would like this. I like this design for my beading, of course, but maybe they don't. I was told by many of people I've told that to. Just just make it. You know there'll be people with different tastes or maybe the same taste that want that. You need to make sure you're open to new ideas and, you know, it's hard with the inventory problem about I don't want to make too much, but I know my first one I made like a bunch of different beads for a bunch of different people and I ended up selling a bunch of different designs. So don't sell yourself short. You can you can do sell things that you might think you you you're like no one wants that. Don't underestimate the market. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Jess. Um, well what Shelby said really and also be flexible too because I mean Especially traveling, like for me, we travel, or we used to travel a lot more. Mm -hmm. Now we're being more stationary, but um, we usually we used to travel like at least once a week, usually more. I mean that's nice, but especially if you're a younger team and 
it doesn't have to be comfortable. And um, also, just try to enjoy it. Don't let it detract from your business. If you're struggling with your business, you can always do something else too. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get too tied up with one thing. Although, again, if you really like doing it and it's good profit, that's fine. And you can always supplement it for yourself or regional or seasonal stuff. Too. Yeah. And services as well. Jocelyn, advice for other teams? I was thinking that almost the exact same thing. Just keep yourself versatile because there's a really just if you see a need fill a need almost mm-hmm. and like you know there's not there's never going to be one set thing when you're on the road there's always going to be something different there's going to be some sort of event that you can cater to um, also just do something that you enjoy that you really love doing and you'll never work a day in your life yeah that's probably advice for in general really yeah. going on we said about weird things started this podcast with that idea so we could like be together and talk about teen RV problems that nobody else has and so here we are filling a need aren't we <laughs> yeah, there you go. almost like you thought you had four to the new earth and you actually have five yeah, you yeah, count yeah. yourself <laughs> thank you Layla you have any advice for other teens yeah um actually getting off of what like adding on to what Shelby said um be positive in what and talk about it, like not over the top, but like if you're talking to your friends about like, like the friend you met traveling about like how they love the natural stuff or whatever. Yeah, like, organic, I like organic. Yeah, like tell them your business, like tell them your business, like you know, yeah, exactly. just like talk about it, you yeah. know, don't pretend it's invisible. Right. Because it's nothing to be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. Awesome, guys. Well, you guys have any closing thoughts or questions for me? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, no. I like I said. I think your business is cool too. Like, there's so many different ways that you know you can. Even if you're not selling something, maybe just providing something yeah. to people, and it's a it's a good mindset to have to start like thinking about that. Yeah. What do other people need? Yeah. And how can I provide it? Definitely. Okay, definitely. Self promotion is like what I said before, the network. Be sure to market yourself and enjoy traveling. I mean, you're probably going to be doing it for a few years. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not something you usually can say over. Right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you guys for joining me today. Thank you. No problem. And thank you to all you know as out there for listening. If you want to be on the podcast, say hi or follow us on social media, check out our link below. And be sure to share things on the road with your friends. Feel free to tag us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for listening and have fun out there.